You are listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White. And today I want to talk about the benefits of thought models, nine of them. <laughs> now, you might be saying, well, what is a thought model? So let's start there and then talk through the nine reasons that you need to be doing them seriously, especially if you are a coach of any kind. Because if you're not buying the very service you're selling or doing the very tool that you advocate, you're not much of a role model for your craft. Sorry, but that's the truth. So let's talk about what a thought model is. Maybe we go back a step first and say that a lot of time in our lives is spent in our own minds. We spend time thinking about ourselves, our problems, catastrophizing things, judging ourselves, worrying what other people think of us, feeling scared, feeling confused feeling stuck, procrastinating, feeling overwhelmed. All of that stuff is related to what you're thinking. And for many years, I thought that those things were just how it was. I just was stuck with that awful way of thinking, that painful, scary, horrible, uncomfortable way of thinking. I thought that was normal and that I just had to live with it. And so what I did was I tried to escape that by doing various things. And that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people turn to excessive exercise or drinking or drugs or overeating or all sorts, overworking, all sorts of things to escape those uncomfortable feelings. But it doesn't really work, let me just say. The consequences of those things are far, far worse than dealing with the feelings. So knowing that we all have some level of uncomfortable thoughts, negative thoughts, the question is what can we do about them? And that's what a thought model is. There are a variety of different thought models that you can use. There's something called the ABCDE model by Albert Ellis. There's Brooke Castillo's CTFAR model from the Life Coach School. And there's Mel Robinson's counting to five method. There are are many others. But the principle is this. At any given moment, you have this uncomfortable emotional thought that makes you feel a certain way. And the goal of using a model is to pull back from the emotion and to look at things objectively so that you can problem solve them, so that you can diminish their importance. What I'm talking about is this. Let's say that something happened on the weekend. Let's say you sent a text message to somebody and they didn't reply. And at first you think, okay, well, maybe they're busy. And then maybe an hour later you're thinking, oh, they still haven't got back to me. I wonder why not. And then a few hours later you're thinking, oh, well, gee, that's pretty rude. They haven't replied to my text message. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to wait for them now. And then the next day you're thinking, wow, they don't like me. (laughs) You can see how your brain does something catastrophic with a really simple thing. Somebody might have thought they texted you but didn't, or maybe it's not important for them to reply, or maybe they were busy and they forgot. You can't know, but what you've done is invested heaps of time and mental energy into creating a story around something where you don't know the answer. And we all do a version of this, some more than others. So the goal of using a thought model is to pull away from that and say, 
rather than get emotional and make up a story about it, what are the facts? And when you look at the facts, when you zoom out and get that really objective big picture, it calms down your brain. Your brain goes, oh, right, yes, I was getting carried away emotionally. Now I can see things logically. Or maybe it's none of my business and I can just let it go. So what we're trying to do is turn from catastrophizing into factualizing. That's how I like to explain it. The models are a tool to do that, to get that highly emotive thought or feeling and to just bring it down to the simple facts. So instead of thinking, that person didn't reply to my text message so they don't like me and they're really rude and they're really mean, the fact is I sent a text and I got no reply. You see how different that feels when you start embellishing the story with all these emotions? You get kind of wound up about it and it gets in the way of you doing other more fun and important things in your life. You get bogged down with that thinking stuff. But when you just pull it back to facts and say, oh, I sent a text message and there was no reply, suddenly it becomes not you, not part of you. It becomes this inanimate object that's out there, just something that happened. You don't have that intense feeling and emotion around it and you can let it go more easily. There are lots of different thought models to use, as I mentioned, but all of them have the same sort of result. It's about switching off that unconscious, automatic, compulsive, emotional reaction and just becoming a bit calmer about things. And so why would you want to do that? And why why would you make that a daily practice as many people are starting to do now? Well, it's like anything in life. If you want to be a great piano player, you have to practice every day. If you want to be fluent in speaking Spanish, you have to practice that language every day. If you want to be a lawyer, you have to practice every day or study every day. If you want to have a great body, you need to exercise every day and eat really well every day. So it's the stuff that you do every day, those little things that allow you to create the bigger outcome. And for me, I could say that the bigger outcome of thought modeling for the last two years, 18 months, has been that Any of life's circumstances have become way easier for me to deal with. I spend way less time in my head feeling uncomfortable or awful. I have way less anxiety than I ever have in my whole life. All because I've been doing this maintenance activity of thought modelling. And so here are the benefits, the nine benefits of thought models. Benefit number one is you get down, get to dial down the intensity of your emotions. Instead of turning everything into a catastrophe from zero in less than 60 seconds, from zero to 60, you're suddenly on fire. You can dial that right down and see things as they really are. So number one, you get to dial down the intensity of the emotion. You might still feel sad or agitated or frustrated, but not catastrophically so. That is a fantastic benefit. Benefit number two is that it helps you get unstuck. What I mean by that is if you have ever had something moving around in your head over and over and over for days and you've been ruminating on it 
and it's stopping you from doing something else, that's being stuck. Something that somebody said to you, something that somebody did, something that didn't happen, it can consume you. Or a fear that you have can consume you so that you're unable to take action and live your normal life. So using thought models can help you to get unstuck and get out of those faulty loops so that you can keep going with whatever it is you need to do. Benefit number three is that you get to rewrite your thought patterns. And I think this is the most important benefit. It's not just about the result, but rewiring your mental habits so that you don't go down the rabbit hole all the time, so that you don't go down the negative self-critical spiral. Who wants to do that? Nobody. And yet, why don't we take action? The simple act of rewriting thought patterns on a piece of paper every day from turning catastrophe into fact is such a simple thing and it has such a big impact on your neural pathways. You're rewriting the records that are being played over and over again through your brain. Really powerful stuff. Benefit number four of thought modelling is that you get to maintain mental well-being. Instead of those huge roller coasters, those peaks and troughs, you can level things out by talking to yourself factually about everything instead of catastrophizing. You maintain a sense of calm and peace and a fairly level headspace, which I tell you what is pretty comfortable. Benefit number five of thought modeling is that you get to take action towards your goals. Instead of being bogged down by thinking obstacles, I'm not good enough, nobody's going to like me, you can put that stuff aside and keep persisting with what you need to do until the results happen. If you're in a business, this is especially important because it's only through repeatedly putting yourself out there and talking to people that you're going to get clients. So that's a really important example of how thinking can get in the way of action, but you need to take action toward your goals to get the result. It's the same with weight loss. You don't see a result on the scale immediately, but you know that by eating well and exercising consistently, you'll get there. The result will happen. It's just that your thinking can get in the way. You're in a critic. So thought modeling is so powerful to help you to keep taking consistent action toward the result. Benefit number six of thought modeling is that you get a better perspective and you learn to start, stop judging yourself so much. The, the normal perspective of somebody who's very emotional and reactive is that it's catastrophe and it's terrible and it's, it's the worst case scenario. But when you bring things back to facts and you see what's really not really going on and you see that it's not necessarily about you or it won't necessarily end in death and destruction, then you have a healthier perspective. You can see both sides of the coin. You can be more objective and therefore less judgmental. So that's a really great benefit of thought modelling. Benefit number seven is that overall you feel calmer and more balanced. That's because you're not looking for the worst all the time. You're training your brain to think differently. You're training your brain to see the good and the peaceful rather than what's not working and the fear and the pain, which all create that fight and flight response in your body. When you have those negative or catastrophic thoughts, you're constantly wired up for stress. 
So by dialing it down and working on those daily thought models, you'll feel calmer and more balanced. Such an important thing. Number eight is that if you thought model as a regular habit, you will change your beliefs. This is a really critical one. Our beliefs are the things that we hold to be true. They are built over a long period of time where you say certain things to yourself repeatedly. I've had clients that have come to me and said that their whole life they've been saying to themselves, I'm meant to be fat because everyone in my family is fat. Or, I'm no good. Somebody told me in grade three that I'd never be good at anything and still today I can't do that thing. There are life-changing things that happen to people or long-term thought patterns that people have that create these beliefs that stop you from achieving what you want to achieve. And your choice is to stay stuck there or to start thought modelling so that you're rewriting those beliefs. When you say something more neutral and factual and eventually more positive to yourself repeatedly, your brain will start to embed that as a new belief to replace the old unhelpful one. So that's benefit number eight, is that thought modelling can change your beliefs. And the final benefit of thought models is that you become your future self. This is so powerful. I know I've said that already, sorry, (laughs) but this one is the most powerful and that's why I put it last. Most people in life are happy just to tick along and stay on the treadmill and do the same daily grind and that's okay. But if you want to make significant changes, if you want to lose weight, if you want to start a business, if you want to have kids, if your kids are leaving home, if you suddenly get sick, if you change careers, you're going to have to become a different version of yourself in order to adopt the habits of that different person that will create that different result. And if you want to become a different person, you'll have to think differently as well as act differently. It's not something that you do for eight weeks and then celebrate the success and then go back to your old ways. That doesn't work. If you truly want to do something different, achieve something big, you need to become a different version of yourself. And thought models help you become that future self by practicing the thoughts of the new and improved version of you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Habitology podcast. I do a lot of work with thought modelling with people. I think it's the mainstay of any coaching practice and it's the mainstay of any coach's own personal coaching practice. It's so important for personal development. If you'd like to know more about thought modelling, you can visit melaniejwhite.com forward slash habitology. I have a membership that teaches the really powerful, important process of thought modelling and self-coaching. Thanks for listening. I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye for now.